Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 81. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian. So what's up? Not a whole lot. Been uh, been doing anything Star Wars-wise lately? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I did, about the only thing Star Wars-wise lately, I did show up at our meeting for a few minutes mm-hmm. and picked up some stuff that... Oh, that's right. I didn't put that on my list. The stuff that you on the new stuff that I got. Oh yeah. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'll uh, I'll discuss what I got. Okay. So I ended up going to uh, Tennessee, and on the way I stopped at a Ollie's trying to find see if they had any more stormtroopers anywhere, and I found finally found the Island Ray at the one in Mount Sterling. So I got a, I picked up a couple of those just for the heck of it. Oh, that's cool. Um. Also got the Vintage Collection Tebow IG-88, or IG-11, uh, not IG-88, Emperor and Bespin Lando. Uh, also got the Black Series Artillery Trooper and the Black Series Captain Rex from the Bad Batch. And I, I think that's it. I didn't get a whole lot that I can remember. Yeah. What about you? I got a few things. Um... Like you, I got Tebow, IG-11, the Emperor, and Bespin Lando. Also picked up a Baby Yoda candy dispenser at um, Big Lots. And you'd ordered some extra of the Disney Christmas droids. I got the four-pack that, that you had when you ordered it, and I also got the single droid as well. And also, I want to make an honorable mention to your wife. She was listening to our podcast, our podcast and then heard me mention the Planet of the Apes board game, and <laughs> and she was at Ollie's and picked one up for me, so I now have that, too. Even though that's not Star Wars-related, I just wanted to mention how awesome that was that she does listen to us and heard me mention that board game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, we've been shot. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were shooting at me for mentioning Planet of the Apes instead of Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) No, I forgot to silence my phone for once. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I didn't really get a whole lot, so, you know, I I don't know. I don't remember if I put that on there on the last month or not of that that Disney four-pack and that (sighs) single droid. I don't remember if I did or not. I can't either. Sometimes I have to go back and look at our <clears throat> list to make sure I'm not repeating. Yeah, but they are repacks on that four-pack. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it, 2015, 16, 17, and 18 or something like that? Yeah, I think I still have those carded, so I think I'll probably end up opening that four-pack and display those at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah. Um, the only difference is, is that they have scarves. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. So... I'm not real sure if I'm even going to keep them. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. I'll, it, I'll probably open them at some point since I think I I usually I usually get two of like the Halloween and open one. But the Christmas ones, I, I haven't been opening. I've just been leaving them on card and mm-hmm. getting one of them. So I may end up opening the four pack. Yeah. And then the, as far as like news for meetings, you know, we've got a Christmas meeting coming up. Um, so, but no, we didn't, we didn't decide on doing any kind of, uh, gifts or anything like gift exchange. Nobody ever said anything. So I don't think we're doing that this time. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. And you've won it every time except what, <laughs> once, I think? No, I've won it every time. Oh, every time. Okay. I've never, never lost. Sorry. There's no use playing. Brian just wins anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Doug has never played before, and he yeah. said he's up for the challenge. Well, yeah, he played last time. The last the time we actually had a meeting. I mean, I do miss some of the original, but the thing is, Brian's really good for our listeners out there. He's really good at the, the prequel stuff <laughs> when it comes to these. It's I don't like, know Whoa. if I'm really good. It's just, you know, there's not very many of the prequel questions in that Trivial Pursuit. Well, let me say you're better than us at the prequel stuff, I think, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. When a prequel question comes out, 99% of the time, I don't seem to know it. Yeah. No, if it was like, if you added in like, you know, books and comic books and all that, then I, I'm way, I'm lost. Because uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't read most of the books. You know, I may have read like 25 or 30 total. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's probably hundreds out there. So that's, uh, I don't know if there's any, any kind of conventions or anything in this month or so, is there? <sighs> No, I don't think we... I think we're pretty much done with conventions until next year. Yeah. Um, so as far as, like, toy news, the only thing announced that I've seen is they had some photos of Luke with a child with Grogu and R2-D2 from SH Figure Arts. Mm-hmm. And they look pretty good. I mean, I, I don't collect that stuff, but... If you collect it out there, they're, you know, they look pretty good for what they are. <clears throat> I mean, they're not, uh, you know, Sideshow or Gentle Giant. They're, you know, but they're still pretty pretty good for, what are they, roughly six, seven inches, something like that? Yeah, I think so. And I haven't seen a whole lot of other stuff, really. Have you? No, I haven't. This it's been quite kind of quiet since the, since we had a lot of announcements. I mean, they've come out with new pictures of stuff, you know, like the Captain Rex mini bust, mm-hmm. um, just a few other little things here or there, you know, updated stuff. I mean, the one thing is the Haslab Rancor. Uh, that has been a fiasco, <laughs> like we've never seen before. Yes. I mean, they announced some of the stretch goals. And when they first announced, you know, the Gamorrean Guard as the first one, people were like, what, really? A repack on a card with a coin. Big whoop. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of those actually sat on shelves in some places, not around where we are, because, you know, they, they went pretty quick. But a lot of other targets had them, you know, sitting on shelves for quite a while, because it was a target, target exclusive. Um but then the the next one after that was like a big piece of cardboard with a few little bones. Which was beyond pathetic. Yeah, beyond <laughs> pathetic. And then they was like, oh, well, we better show the other two stretch goals before we even get close to them because, you know, we want to give everybody a chance to see what's possible. So then they showed the next one, which was a carded salacious crumb. And then the one after that, the final one would be a Luke Jedi, you know, on a card with a coin. And everybody was like, really? You know, we've already got two or three different versions of that one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, and then it started going down. I mean, it went from well over 5,000 to under 5,000. And so I guess finally to try to alleviate the bleeding, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean this thing was bleeding fast. You know, they, they lost, I want to say 250, you know, backers within like 12 hours. <laughs> or something like that it was crazy and so they finally come out and said oh well we'll come out and give you a rancor keeper if it just gets funded you know at nine thousand 
which 9,000 is a lot because that's yeah. way more than either the last two Star Wars Haslabs had. And if they'd listen to the fans, like I've heard people clamoring the whole time, where's Ula? Why not put mm-hmm. her in there? Well, I mean, why not? You know, of course, the Rancor Keeper should have been A number one. Yeah. You know, then there should have been that other guy that was with the Rancor Keeper, the one that he kind of cried on his shoulder. You know, because he, <laughs> he was like, he's his helper. Yeah. You know, it should have been him. Some new sculpts, some new figures, not this old crap. You know, if you want people that are Black Series fans to collect these, you know, then you need to send something out there that will say, hey, I've got to have this. You know, I can't let this go. They may not make these figures again. Now, chances are they probably will just because that's what they've done in the past. Now, they won't be on the same card or same packaging. And heck, this Rancor Keeper isn't even going to be on a card. He's just going to be loose in the box. So like in a plastic bag yeah, or might something. Might be in a plastic baggie or something. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, why not an Ula? I mean, maybe, you know, maybe Disney doesn't like doing those figures because they've all, you know, they've said they're not going to do Slave Leia's, which, you know, doesn't make any sense either. You yeah. don't have to call it Slave Leia because technically I think in the movie it was called Jabba's Prisoner. Yeah, or we could even call it Jabba's Killer, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if they'd want to use the word killer on there either. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so. I mean, what are your, what are your, I know you're not a Black Series collector, but what do you think of this? I thought it was a bad idea to begin with. I just, I, I feel like it's something like, um, I think we've talked a little bit about how, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't me, that it was me, it was me and Lunchbox. Michael Thomas, a club member, talked about this a little bit. We looked at the, the how bad the Black Series um, TIE Fighter did. I mean, it ended up on clearance for really, really cheap in a lot of places, and I just didn't think there would be the demand for it. So I didn't think it was a smart idea to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I I got the Black Series TIE Fighter, but only after it came down to 50 bucks, because it was up to, what was it originally, 200 Yeah, I think it was $199. Yeah, Yeah. which nowadays, (laughs) if they came out with it, it'd probably be like 300 or 350 Yeah. Because it's pretty big. It's pretty massive. You know, I had originally thought about keeping the box, and I had it in my building for a while, but it just took up too much space, so I threw it away. Yeah, I've seen it in the box before, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, because I've seen it at collect at conventions, trying people trying to sell it, too, even yeah. today. Yeah, it was definitely a, a bomb product for them. That was my first thing I, I thought about when I saw it. I was like, I just don't think this is going to work. Yeah. What uh, what was some of the figures that they announced at that Hasbro thing that they did? Do you remember? Not offhand. I'm I not forgot remember. about it. Because yeah. uh, they did announce some new figures. Was, was it Black Series figures or something? No, they announced some vintage collection, collection oh, okay. ones, too, that were going to be like in the pipeline. But there were some Black Series ones that they did, too. Yeah. I can't remember what, what they said, to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll find them in a minute. Okay. I know that. Uh, so, one other thing that you were talking about was the hotel review. Can you uh, shed some light on uh, what you saw or heard? Okay, well, I guess Disney posted a video. I didn't get to see the video, um, but if you look around for it, I'm, I think someone re-uploaded it. But anyway, to get Disney uploaded a preview video of the hotels, and it was totally trashed. People that had YouTube Star Wars-related channels went on there after the first look video was uploaded, and um, 
I mean, it was it was savage. I mean, I watched a few of the, the videos that was reviewing the hotel, and the thing is, what makes this even more funny is after this happened, Disney actually got some hotel cancellations after they released the video. So you know what Disney went and did to like try to save face a little bit? They deleted the video that they uploaded advertising <laughs> their new hotel. Is that the one where the kid was playing with the controls and stuff? I haven't seen it. I've just seen people talk about it. That might but be even, the same one. Even even if you read on Jedi Temple archives, they, they even mention it and say that it, the video is like cringeworthy. <laughs> and then they mention it here. Disney deleted the video from YouTube and erased all traces of it ever existing, even posts on social media. See, I didn't I didn't know that part about the post on <laughs> remove that as well. Yeah, I didn't see that part. But yeah, it's it was like I said, it was just savagely abused. And here's just give Jedi Temple archives some credit because this is taken from their page. It says apparently Disney pushed the panic button because people were beginning to cancel their reservations before the video was released. The Star Wars hotel was completely booked out for basically the first six months after the video was released and the world reacted with laughter. Some open slots were suddenly available again. Mm -hmm. Some of them, even the first and second week of March mere days after the opening Disney may have wanted to contain the damage to prevent more cancellations. Wow. Yeah. So that's doesn't sound really, really good for its, you know, longevity unless they do something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, oh, I guess it's uh, the lost Carl. Hold on. As I was saying, what is it like? It's like $4,000 a night or something? No, it's two nights and it's like $6,000. Okay. So about $3,000 a night then. Yeah. Something like that. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, especially since it's it should be out of this world, and it doesn't sound like it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I found some some stuff on uh, what we were looking for as far as like announcements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was the the some of the this is Black Series right here, uh, Stormtrooper uh, Jetta Patrol. Um, let's see what was the other one? It was Omega is another one that was announced. Echo, uh, Bib Fortuna, that's Stephanie's favorite figure. <laughs> sarcasm? <laughs> sarcasm. <laughs> okay, it sounded like it might be. Uh, Is that... it Fat Bib, Torn- Bib Fortuna or, or Original Trilogy? No, it's Original Trilogy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he was... definitely put, I guess he took up eating for Jabba after Jabba passed on. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he ate the same frogs and stuff. That's what made him so big. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Client is another one that was announced. Um, a new Ahsoka and a Death Watch Mandalorian. Uh, those are all Black Series. There was some vintage collection, I know. I just can't seem to find out what they were. Hmm. I've looked through just about everything I can think of. I may have missed this announcement because it's just not ringing a bell with me right now. Yeah, I'm, I'll keep looking. Another thing, um, let's see. You know, the Cobb Vance figure, I forgot about that. Um, I think these were just repacks. Mace Windu, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Yeah, I those think- were all announced. Uh, re- repack, or reissue, I guess you could say. 
And then the Navarro Cantina playset. I can't remember if we... We must have announced that last time we had yeah, a podcast. Yeah, I remember talking about that last time. Yeah, we, we already cool. did that. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. I think that was all it was. Um, so I found out today that... Okay, let's go. Let's start from the beginning here. Back in 2020, when we were supposed to have Celebration, they announced... I think early in 2020, like February, that they were going to do, of course, this was before all the shutdown. This was before, you know, they announced a Star Wars night at Disney, at Disneyland in California, because that's where the next celebration is going to be in Anaheim. And so, you know, I tried to get tickets, couldn't get them. And then all of a sudden, a couple days later, they started calling people. So they called and said, you know, we saw that you tried to get tickets. You know, would you still like them? I was like, yeah, sure. So I signed up for it and got them. And of course, you know, a month later, everything shuts down. You know, a couple months after that, they're like, oh, you know, we can't have celebration in 2020. We're going to have to postpone it. But your ticket will be good the next time, you know, whenever this really does happen. <clears throat> so fast forward to now. Today they announced that if you want, you know, they're going to do three days, three different days for a Star Wars celebration night. So they're going to have... May the 4th, May the 5th, and May the 27th. Well, the 27th is the Friday of celebration. So they said, okay, if you want to go on the 4th or the 5th, you can exchange your ticket. You know, fine, no extra cost. If you want to do it on the 27th, guess what? You have to pay $66 more per ticket than you already paid. <laughs> well, I already paid over $100 for the previous ticket. And, of course, I bought three, yeah. me, my wife, and my son. So now they want me to spend an extra $66 per person? No. That's you extortion. Should already, you should be already locked in. Yeah. That's extortion. <laughs> it is. I mean, they're holding that over and saying, listen, if you want to go, you got to pay an extra $66. Well, guess what? I'm going to cancel and get my money back. I would. I hope that's the an option. But... Because it has to be an option. There's That is just no way they should be allowed to do that without letting you get a refund if you're not interested. And I hope that you're not the only one. I hope lots of people shove it in their face like that. <laughs> I know some people that already have. Oh, good. Uh, you know, told them that they, of course, I guess some people got a refund back whenever they first canceled it. Because mm -hmm. you could do that. But I was like, well, you know, I already paid for it. I might as well just keep it and, you know, go whenever they have it. So, But now I'm not going to. That's ridiculous. I think I'm going to, instead of going to Disney, I think I'm going to go to uh, uh, Universal. <laughs> shove it in their face that way. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's ridiculous and a bad business decision. Yep, it makes them look really bad. And, you know, I even went so far as to look up the Attorney General's phone number in California. Because I was thinking about calling them and telling them what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because that's not, not fair. After they told us that, you know, keep your tickets, you know, then you can go whenever we change the date. You know, not telling us... There could be fees or price increases or, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, we're already paying as much as a ticket actually costs. But only this time, you know, the scheduled hours is 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. So you're talking yeah. four hours for almost as much as a full daily ticket. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. now you want us to pay even more? We can go yeah. in early at 6 o'clock, but my goodness, still... <laughs> yeah, that, that's that sucks a lot. Just because of a special, you know, fireworks celebration or whatever. I mean, when, when me and Dwayne went back in 2010 to the one 
in uh, Orlando, it was $75. And we got to go at 5 and stay till 1. And tickets back then were about the same. You know, they were about $75, $85 for a full day. So it wasn't like, and, you know, of course, we got a special fireworks celebration that night, too, which is one of the longest ones I've ever seen. And we got to see, you know, special stuff going on. But still, I mean, come on. It's not yeah. that special. It's not like you're giving us free drinks and food or anything. Yeah. If that was the case, then, you know, that might change my mind. But uh, let, let us know how you feel as well. If you're going to Celebration and you're listening to this podcast, let me know. Let us know if if I'm out of line or if you're like me and Carl and think it's bad, bad business and not fair. I want to hear from you. You know, TSWCpodcast at gmail.com. Or post it on our Facebook group, too. Yeah. If you don't want to email. All right. Uh, let's move on to some Star Wars talk. You know, let's talk about some collectibles. All right, Fun Carl, stuff. <laughs> you you came up with this idea, so I'll let you take it out, take over. Okay, I was we've we've talked a little bit about vehicles and ships before, but I, I don't think we've ever completely focused an episode on them. So I thought it would be fun if we talked about some of our favorite iconic Star Wars vehicles and ships, not just you know the sh- we see in the movie, but maybe also as well as our favorite modern and vintage toys that represents these ships or vehicles that we love. Mm-hmm. And so I I put, and I put a question mark because I don't know how you feel, but to me, Millennium Falcon is number one, I think. I think it's the coolest vehicle of all time in the in all the Star Wars universe. I think I would agree. And, of course, I have the vintage one, um, and I ended up playing with it to death. I still have the one I had as a kid. Me too. And it had a rough childhood. It went everywhere and played with not just Han Solo and Chewbacca. It played with multiple figures, and I did. I was able to up, update it and get another one years later that is near mint condition. But obviously, I kept my childhood. But it's just, I just, it's just so cool looking. And it's just like, I mean, that was one that when, um, when you know, Force Awakens come comes out, and then you see that scene with the Falcon. It honestly gave me chills. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's my ship again. There's the Chewie, Falcon. We're home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I I was even even as a child, I remember. I don't know about you, but I was terrified when you know Han was freaking out when Lando was taking the Falcon. I, I was like, man, are they going to blow up Lando? Because Han was actually worried he wasn't going to see the ship mm-hmm. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was. I think he was more concerned about his ship than he was Lando, wasn't he? Oh yeah, without a yeah. doubt. <laughs> yeah, my Millennium Falcon that I had when I was a kid, I still have it, and believe it or not, I still have every single piece to that ship. Even the little ball. Even thing? the little ball. That's impressive because everybody loses that. <laughs> well, I taped it down because it wouldn't stay on. Yeah. So I taped it to the ship, and as well as like the trap door, I taped it down because it kept moving all the time. You know, I kept uh, kept everything, you know, trying to keep it so it wouldn't move and mess up my playability. Yeah. The thing with the Falcon, too, I think of all the flea markets and maybe toy shows and stuff I've been to. I've seen more vintage Falcons than I have any other vintage vehicle. So it's, it's probably crazy to think of the amount of Falcons that Kenner sold. I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean, you see I, a lot of them gutted and missing parts and pieces and stuff, but it's just like, it's like, oh, there's another Falcon. You're seeing another one. It may be, you know, missing half its stuff, but you just see it everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> which shows, I mean, I think that, I mean, since that came out, you know, 
so long ago, I think that shows what an iconic vehicle it is, that the fact that it does still show up at flea markets and stuff like that. Yeah, I know they came out with it on a Star Wars box and an Empire box, but I don't know if it was in a Jedi. Yeah, I don't think so. I haven't ever looked that up for sure. But I, I, I may have told this story before on the podcast, but my replacement one that I got years later was at, actually at an estate sale. And um, I'm not sure if I've shared this or not, but I'm wandering around and I go get downstairs and there's some toys. And from a distance, I see a um, Empire Strikes Back box falcon i'm thinking oh i bet that's an empty you know empty box so i go over to it and stick my hand into the side that's open and pull it out and it is a the falcons in there and it honestly looks like they had just stuck the stickers on it and shoved it back in the box the only issue with it um they must have left the batteries in because there was some corrosion but after i got home and cleaned it up the, the joints the, up and everything, it actually worked when I put the batteries in it. So besides a little bit of, you know, as much as you clean, it, it seems like it's impossible to get all that green stuff off. Mm-hmm. But it's besides that, it's 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 awesome. And I had the box, too. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. You know how much it cost originally? Not sure, but I would guess $30. Yeah, twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, I nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're worth way more than that now. $30. Now, if they made one that size, it would probably be, what, 100 <laughs> Oh, wait, I think it'd be more than that. <laughs> I think it'd be 150 probably. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at that big Millennium Falcon, how much it cost. Oh, yeah. It was 300 so you think this one you know, would be at least 150 Yeah. Maybe more. Anything else to say about the Falcon? Do you want to... Do you have... A, I, like I said, I put a list here. Do you have anything you consider? I, I put them in like an order of what I would do. So if you see something that you think would be second, you can mention it before we mention what I had second. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> mm, okay. So this is like just any kind of vehicle, ships yeah, type stuff. Yeah, I just kind of jotted down 20 vehicle, ships type um, things on my list here in front of us. I even, for your, the prequel fans out there, there is some prequel stuff on this list. So don't <coughs> shut us off if you're a prequel fan. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, the, the list is good. Although yeah. the, you got the Death Star on here. That's not really a, that's a playset. Yeah, but it's also a spaceship. <laughs> eh, yeah, technically, but we're talking about you know, actual in, toys. It, yeah, but it had a toy, even though it was a playset. It was a toy, but... <laughs> yeah. It, it it's hung in the air like i okay. said this is toys and stuff in the movie so i only put one death star on there because you know after the first one i thought man why are they doing this again they had so many issues with the first one <laughs> that's one of the things that that you know with 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 um the force awakens i'm like this is like they're setting themselves up for the same bad thing that happened with the death star <laughs> <laughs> But then I guess the second thing on my list was an AT-AT. I think the AT-ATs are mm-hmm. big. Um, I never had one as a kid. I actually had got it as an adult later. But, it, but they're just so cool looking and stuff like that. I actually have I have the, the vintage one and I have the Power of the Force 2, the two I have. I never did get one of those. I guess Hasbro did a, an even bigger one. Yeah, I, I never have did. the vintage one, of course. I got it later, but... And then I have the one from Rogue One, which technically... Oh, I forgot about that. It's not yes. really an AT-AT. It's a AT-A-R-T or something like that. Yeah, but it looks like an AT-AT. Yeah, it looks like an AT-AT. 
It's like the precursor to an AT-AT. Yeah. How much do you think the uh, vintage AT-AT cost originally? Oh. See, it came out after the Falcon. Um, $39.99. $49.99. Oh, I missed it by $10. <laughs> I'm not sure why I never had, had that. I just never had one of those. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I didn't... I mean, I've always wanted one, but I think the price point was the, the big kicker for my parents, why I didn't have one. I found mine at a yard sale of all places, so that was a lucky find. I honestly can't remember where I got mine at, because it's been quite a while ago. The only thing about the AT-ATs, some of the stuff with the Ewoks and stuff was was funny, too. I, they was taking, it, taking them out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You put Ewoks in your AT-AT? Well... In the Return of the Jedi, with all that was going on, I often wondered how they got them down there on Andor anyway, with all those trees. Good question. I don't know. <laughs> Probably found a clearing of some sort. I guess so. All right, so what's next? I have put the Star Destroyer is next, because I think the Star Destroyers are just massive and, and so cool. I don't know why we never got a Star Destroyer that was maybe the size of the Millennium Falcon that you could like lift the top off of it completely, mm-hmm. almost like... Like um, I think maybe Mattel that did the Star Trek Enterprise, where you could put take off the top half of it and then set your Star Trek figures down inside of it. I just like the Death Star. I think the Star Destroyer has has been very underused in toys. Yeah, so you don't mean like the vintage Star Destroyer? I mean that is cool. No, no, but I mean like a full this the vintage Star Destroyer is cool, which mm-hmm. I do have that one, but. I just think it would always been cool if we'd have got at least a modern Star Destroyer. Lego would be the closest thing. Yeah. Because you 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 got a couple of those. I have a small one. I don't have one of the big ones. Yeah. Uh, It's, I mean, it's uh, maybe 10 inches long. It's not very long. It's like, it's one of the mid-sized ones that they, I guess is what they call it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not real big. Because the, the ones that they came out with, you know, of course the UCS ones are just humongous. Because they even had a Super Star Destroyer years ago, and it's, gosh, it's it's gone way up. It's like a couple thousand dollars still in the box. That's crazy. But the thing is so huge. I mean, it's like four feet long. Yeah. And when you get stuff in, in that big, then you got to think, where am I going to put this at? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to display stuff like that. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't buy the Jabba Sail Barge or... The Razor Crest, because exactly. I just don't have size. I don't have any room for it. I went back and forth on it. I thought, do I really want to make this work on a shelf? Because you know, I I feel like if you buy something like that, you need to open it. I don't think it should just sit in the box. Because see, mm-hmm. I didn't mention this earlier, but I do. I did. I do have the 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 first big Millennium Falcon they did, and it's still in the box. I've never done anything with it. It's in the corner of my toy room in the box, just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> The the actual Hasbro toy. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Yep. Not the Lego. No, just the Hasbro one that they put the one they put out during the saga, I guess. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would love to have some of the bigger toys, but I just don't have anywhere to put them. I mean, I'd probably have to get a get a table and set the big Millennium Falcon on it if I got it. I'd have to get another house. <laughs> <laughs> you said Stephanie gave you permission to build on. <laughs> yeah, I live in an A-frame. Building on is not an option. I know, I'm just mentioning that again. It though. just wouldn't look right. <laughs> Plus, you don't have a lot of land, so it's not, not, yeah. it's not like you can't. I mean, I just don't have anywhere to put even the, another room. Mm-hmm. And the next one I had on the list was Vader's TIE Fighter, which I just think 
is just awesome look on the way you know mm-hmm. the um the wings on it was you know shape you know it's when you see a tie fighter and you see vader's tie fighter you know instantly that's vader's tie fighter yeah his, his advanced tie fighter is what they call it is, yeah. is pretty cool i always thought that when i first saw it i was like man it looks odd but weird and cool <laughs> yeah and then when you show it's showing you know inside the cockpit and everything and just like man this man, he's like one of the head you know dudes and he doesn't care to get out there and fight in his tie fighter because mm-hmm. you didn't see like tarkin out there <laughs> no <laughs> i didn't have vader's tie fighter as a kid either i actually picked that up later on i um uh, i didn't have it either as a kid i had to get it later did you what's the retail price on it did you look that one up too Oh, I didn't look that one up yet. Oh, no problem. Um, but the next one is is probably really. I mean, it's really high on my list for playability as a kid. It's the X Wing. My X Wing got a lot of play mm-hmm. as a child. It's another one that I later on upgraded because I played with it a lot, <laughs> and it was in pretty. The electronics quit working in it, and nothing even leaked in it. It just quit working. I guess where I played with it so much, but but um. I just I just have the the original one. I don't have the battle damaged one. I have both of them. I had the battle damaged one when I was a kid, and got the original white one later. Mm-hmm. And uh, both the X Wing and the the Dark Vader's Tie Fighter were fourteen ninety nine. Person could time travel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was watching um, Silent Night, Deadly Night the other day, and there's a, a toy store in it called Iris Toys, and the movie came out in. 84 so there is there is return of the jedi toys on the shelf in the toy store and there's a couple of scenes where you see it it's just really cool seeing those boxed up things one scene stays on the screen for quite a while while this lady's talking and in the background you see the jabba's place you know jabba's throne vintage return of the jedi jedi on the shelf and it's just really that's cool yeah it's worth watching just to see that stuff The next one I, I put on the list was the Imperial Shuttle. I do not have a vintage shuttle, but I have a modern. Hmm. Okay. Think, Where'd you get the I, modern one? The modern one, I got it at Target when tar- Target had oh, their one. Oh, okay. Did. Yep. I have I the... Think it's, go ahead. I was going to say, I have a vintage one. I didn't have it when I was a kid, but I got it later in a collection that somebody had. And it was thirty four ninety nine original. I think what makes it so iconic is just the fact, you know, when you see it land there and the Emperor gets off. You know, it's it's a big time ship right then and there. Well, you see Vader get off of it first. Yeah, true. That's, I forgot about that. But yeah, Vader as well. But it's a, even the vintage one, it's a pretty big vehicle for mm-hmm. the time too. And the next one I put on there was the regular TIE Fighter. And I actually have two of those. One I picked up at a yard sale, and then one as I had as a, a child still. Yeah, I have the regular white one and then the battle damage one. I don't have the battle damage. I don't think I have anything battle damaged in my oh. collection. <laughs> no, but I just have I just have two regular ones. <clears throat> and they were fourteen ninety nine also. Yeah. And this, I put next on there because uh, I wanted to mix in some vehicles with, with this as well. as I put on there the speeder bike. I think the speeder bike is cool because it's such an iconic scene in – Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I mean, the chase scene and stuff, you know, with with Luke and, and um, Leia, and then Han's like, wait, and they just take off. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, the Ewok gets on it first. Oh, yeah, yep, Ewok. Um, Ver- barely Pop-Loo. hangs on to it. I think it's Poplu. Yeah, yeah barely hangs on to it. I kept thinking he was going to fly off of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that was six ninety nine originally, 
and I still have the two that I had when I was a kid, but I have one box. I have I have one complete one, and I have one that's missing several pieces. I had all my pieces. I never missed any, yeah. never lost any pieces. So I'm not sure what happened to some of the pieces, if it got lost in a move or what. Yeah, even the flaps. I still have those. Yeah, the flaps is something that you see missing a lot, too. The next one I put on there was the snow speeder, which actually I would have, if I was putting these in, a, I didn't put any of these in a specific order except really the, the Falcon is number one. But the, I just think the snow speeders are just really cool. Because, I mean, the whole Hoth scene and seeing the big battle with, with the Adat walkers and stuff like that. And we've had a lot of snow speeder leased all over the years. I have, I don't have any modern ones. I just have the vintage one. It's the only one I have among the snow speeders. Did you have that when you was a kid? I did not. I actually got that one later on. Yeah, me too. I didn't have that one as a kid either. It uh, it was fourteen ninety nine. Also, there was a lot of a lot of ships that were fourteen ninety nine. So it's like a I guess a good price point back then. A lot to pick from. Uh, of course, my, one of the main things is that uh, uh, string and stuff on yeah. it. And harpoon is hard to find. I don't have the harpoon. I don't have the harpoon either. Um, the next one on there, the ATST. Um, I think that one, the fun toy, but as a child, it gets kind of frustrating because you can knock it over so easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing that cracks me up. All these years later, Hasbro still hasn't figured out how to make it really stand up solid because um, the modern ones have the same issue of falling over so easy unless you have the legs just right. Yeah, mine won't stand up at all, no matter how I put it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, and, like I said, it's a fun toy, but it's very frustrating as a mm-hmm. child. It's like, what? Stand up. I, that, I had mine one since I was a kid, so it, uh, and it also was fourteen ninety nine. It's like everything is fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, I had that one as a kid too, as well. And I, and that one I must not have played with a, a little a lot because I, it's in really really good shape. So I guess I didn't. I guess I got frustrated it wouldn't stand up, and so I just stopped playing with somewhat. And I, I think it, I love the scene where Chewbacca comes up out of it, too. That's another reason that it makes it, I think, a cool, iconic, you know, vehicle. Mm-hmm. And next I put on the list was the the TIE Interceptor, and I just think it just looks so freaking awesome. I mean, it's just a sleek, excellent-looking mm-hmm. vehicle that's just, you know, it just stands out really well. And that one I do not have. I have it, and I ended up getting it really cheap at a yard sale or something. I can't remember exactly where it was now, but yeah. I do know Mark was jealous whenever I brought it in and showed you guys. <laughs> yeah, and it it originally though was nineteen ninety nine. I guess the price went up when these things came out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have it as when I of course when I was a kid, but I did always want one because of how cool it looked. That's it, that stands out. It definitely gets high marks on the cool factor of how it looks. The next one up is Boba Fett's, no, Slave One. <laughs> Slave One is next. Um, I didn't have it as a child, but I made, as in adulthood, I, I grabbed that one pretty quick before prices on a lot of this stuff went crazy. When I sort of got back into Star Wars figures, I guess probably about the time Power of the Force 2 stuff started hitting, I got one of these off eBay. And it's Boba Fett's ship, so you needed a Slave One. Mm-hmm. And I say the fact that this Boba Fett series is coming out on, you know, Disney Plus later this month. And I say the prices of Slave One will get even higher. People will want want to grab one when this series hits that it may not have one yet. Quite possibly. I uh, but, I had one since I was a kid. Uh, I had mine, you know, played with it a lot. Yeah. And I still have all the parts, still have the 
you know, the carbonite block and everything. That's awesome. The one I got off of eBay at the time was complete. And it was sixteen ninety nine originally. I can't remember. I think I paid maybe I didn't think it was that bad at the time, maybe fifty for a complete one off eBay. Mm-hmm. That probably maybe around ninety seven or so. Yeah, that's not bad. Um next on the list is the A Wing. And I have a cup I have probably three modern different A Wings, but I don't have a vintage A Wing. Yeah, I have a couple of A Wings myself, including the vintage one from the droids and Ewok or for the droid show. Yeah. And it is in the box. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And it's not from when I was a kid. I got it later in a collection that somebody mm-hmm. was selling and, uh, didn't pay hardly. I bet I paid 40 bucks for the entire lot or something. It wasn't, wasn't much at all. That's awesome. Yeah. It was nine ninety nine originally. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> Once again, if you could time travel. Yeah, I know. The next one I put on was the Y-Wing, which I think is another cool-looking vehicle. Yeah, it's tough to find one complete. Yeah. Uh, I, go ahead. I was just going to say, this one, I don't have the Vintage, but I have a modern one, and I also have a Lego of this one as well. I have the Lego. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. I, there's multiple versions done of the Lego, so I'm not sure which one I have, but I just know I have it. <clears throat> I have the one with uh, Poe and... Oh, Zori and I think that's Dio. the one I have, too. I think that's the one I do now. As soon as you said Poe, that must be the one I have. Yeah, the the, the vintage one was 1999 uh, originally. But mm-hmm. uh, trying to, I, I'm pretty sure now I have it complete. Because um, the bomb is the hardest part. And I, I did get a bomb, one with a bomb, a long time ago. But it didn't have all, didn't have any of the struts. So I ended up getting the struts here recently so to complete the rest of it that's awesome the next thing i had on the list was the death star which you said sort of didn't count but it has its place set and it's just a cool iconic um ship floating space station that floats you know um think about it this way it was floating in space long before ds9 was floating in space on (laughs) on star trek (laughs) and i i think it's I mean, we've got the, we had, you know, the vintage playset, which I have, and it's, it's missing a few things. My, my Death Star playset is. Mine's just trash. Yeah. I mean, I played with it so much that, you know, pieces were broken, you know, so later on I bought another one that was complete and had everything except for the rope. Yeah. Which I got later and uh, keep it displayed while my vintage, my original one that I had when I was a kid is just in a bag somewhere because <laughs> the cardboard was gone you know trash yeah. but you see years. you can't get rid of stuff like that as a kid like some of the, i mean when i started upgrading like some of the figures that we've talked about when we've done the the, the vintage figure mm-hmm. it's just like that's figures in like horrible shape and I, i've got it in a in a tray somewhere kept keeping it and i have the better one that i upgraded later on you know on display but it's just it has you know sentimental value so our next item I put on there was the sand crawler. I think the sand crawler is freaking awesome. And I know, like, for example, when we did our, um, um, a couple years ago, when we did our end of the year review show, um, all of us agreed that that year that Disney put out the sand crawler, that was the best Star Wars item of the year. Mm-hmm. Did you and get one? The, yes. Okay. That still stands out as my one of my favorite modern toys of all the modern stuff that's been released. Me and Bo still play with it. It's awesome. I mean, I, I, I 
just recently took the batteries out because I thought, man, I don't push those buttons enough as I should probably just to leave batteries in it because it had the same batteries in it since I got it. So I, I had recently just took them out because I was like, yeah, it's, I pushed them a few more times. I thought, yep, let's take these batteries out now for a while. Mine still has a minute. Yeah. I should probably change them. Is it double uh, A or something? I think it was double A, yeah. But I don't have anything vintage Sandcrawler related. Me either. It, and right now it's way too expensive. Yeah, it's went crazy. It's like six, seven hundred dollars to find one complete. <laughs> wow. The next item I put on there is I think another iconic, super iconic vehicle is the Land Speeder, and I, everybody I know that is a Star Wars fan that collected everybody had a Land Speeder. Yep, I have my original <laughs> one. I don't have the Sonic Land Speeder though. I really wanted that one too. Yeah, I never. I don't have the Sonic as well, but it's. And it's a, it's kind of a fun little toy too. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it, but it's just fun. You, you can put, you know, Ben and the Troids on there, and and Luke, and you're ready to go and have a nifty little place for four figures. And and it's just a, it almost made me kind of sad. I know Luke was leaving the planet, but man, he's selling his land speeder, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he didn't get very much for it because they they'd upgraded. They had better land speeders now, but um. I, I actually don't have any modern. I just have the vintage one. I don't have any modern land speeders. I don't either, but I have a couple of them. I, well, I gave, ended up giving one to Bo. Have you seen some of the customs that people have done with the land speeders? Painted them like like I saw someone did one time. It took a land, took a beat up land speeder and painted it in Kentucky Wildcat blue and then put like <laughs> Kentucky Wildcat decals on it. <laughs> no, I never that seen that. That was pretty cool. I just because I told Mark about that. I said if I ever get up a really beat up land speeder, I'm gonna get you to do this for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Yeah. And now the final three on the list is actually prequel toys, and one of the, th- the three I actually own <laughs> on the I list. I own zero of the three. Okay. Um, this one, I just, if everybody knows how I don't like the prequels, but General Grievous's wheel bike, I just think, is a super cool vehicle. I love how he gets in it, and that thing just rolls and takes off like that. Mm-hmm. And the scenes with him and the vehicle, the vehicle just stand out in my mind. And I actually... I remember when this came out on the shelves, and uh, by then I wasn't being a completist with vehicles and stuff like that. I decided, no, I'm just going to collect what I, I was just buying the figures. And I, I passed it up several times on the shelf, but I came close a couple of times, but I just decided I didn't need it. And sometimes part of me wishes I had the vehicle, but I don't know if I would even display it if I had. But it's, it's really a, a cool vehicle. Yeah, I mean, I like the way it looks. It is cool in the movie. Yeah. And the, the next one I put on there is another, um, talk about modern stuff that's went up in price, and then the Boo Royal ship that the Queen was on. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that thing retailed for around 100 bucks, and now you can't you can't get it for less than 500 I don't think. And is that that silver one? Yes, that's the all-silver one. Yeah. And it, at the time, it came with an exclusive droid that I do believe Hasbro released later on and something else, but it was a big vehicle, and... I remember seeing it at Toys R Us, and I just and I think that boils down to what we talked about a little earlier. It's like if I buy this giant royal ship, where am I going to put it at? So I I I didn't get it, but it's one of those ones that almost tempted me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it it is an iconic ship, and it uh, of course took place in Attack of the Clones. You know, is where they show. Well, no, I guess it was in the the Phantom Menace too. Yeah, is that the same yeah. one? Yeah, the one of the Phantom Myths when they land on Tatooine and everything, and have to re- that's the one they got to repair. Oh yeah, okay. I, yeah, 
I think the one in Attack of the Clones is a different ship. It might be. The one that yeah. blows up. Yeah, I'm not positive about that since I'm I've only watched I probably watched Attack of the Clones less than anybody that's a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one on my list, I actually do have a Republic gunship. I think the gunships are awesome, and the one I got was actually. A Clone Wars really one. I kept debating which one I wanted to get because I kept thinking it's still in the box. It's never been opened, but they've done a lots of versions of the gunship, and and that's probably one of the best scenes in the Attack of the Clones where they had the big fight in the arena, and Yoda shows up, you know, with with mm-hmm. in the gunship and everything. And of course, the gunships are in a lot of the Clone Wars animated series and stuff like that. And I think that makes it an iconic vehicle as well. Oh, I was wrong. I do own a Republic attack gunship in the <laughs> X-Wing game. <laughs> well, that counts. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the only one of the three. And I think I have a couple of Jedi starfighters still, too, somewhere that I picked up on clearance that's in boxes. But I don't. the Jedi starfighters, I'm not really a fan. I don't think they're iconic either. Mm-hmm. But one thing I left off here that um, that some people may leave... But I always thought the B-Wing was stupid looking. <laughs> really? Yes. I was going to mention B- that you left off the B-Wing. Well, there you go. I left it off because I'm not a fan. <laughs> do you have one? I do, but I'm just not a fan of it. I don't like the way it sits on the sh- on a shelf, and I don't like the way it looks. I don't know. There's just something about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are, do you like the B-Wing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. I, you know, it's yeah. not my favorite ship. I've got yeah. the B-Wing, you know, the vintage B-Wing in the box. And I have a Lego B-Wing, the I don't UCS have, I, version. I, I don't have the, the Lego, and I probably would never buy it since I don't like the B-Wing. That was the sole reason it was left off there. It's probably one of my least favorite goals. Well, it was like 50 bucks on clearance. See, they were trying to get rid of them. <laughs> well, you can't beat that. Yeah. But yeah, that was, I think I had like t- maybe 20 vehicles on here. I'm not sure total, but mm-hmm. I mean, I it's a good it would, list. Yeah. And if, if anybody feels that we've left something out, feel free to m- mention it. Oh, I'm sure we've left out a lot of ships because there's yeah, a lot we have, of ships in Star Wars. Yeah, we have, but anything that they think is awesome or iconic that I, we didn't mention. I tried to pick what I thought was the most iconic. I can't really think of any other ship or vehicle of any kind that would be, like, super iconic. Yeah. I, I When I was thinking about it, when I was putting the list together, a lot came to my mind. Boy, the prequels have, I think, a lot of lame ones. <laughs> I can't even think of what they're called. The ones in Episode One that, that when they did the attack on Naboo with the battle droids, they was just taking those vehicles out way too easy. Those Gungans were. <laughs> I can't even think of what they're called right now. But you know what I'm talking about, right? The battle droid tanks. Yeah, they, they got a different name though. Yeah, they're kind of like tanks, but uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm still. I can't think of anything that. I mean, maybe a pod racer. You know, or something like that. You know, I like... almost put a pod racer on there, but I couldn't pick one of the ones that I thought was kind of cool looking. I mean, Anakin's was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I guess that's the fact he built it himself. Sebulba yeah. had those two huge engines on it. Ben Quadraneros had four engines on his, and then they all just kind of blew up and went their own separate ways. <laughs> well, I guess one that I did forget is Tantum. The Tantum Four. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's an iconic ship. Yeah, and I didn't even think of it until just then it popped in my head. Or Jabba Sail Barge, a skiff. Yeah, try to find a vintage skiff. <laughs> Those are expensive, too. And what was um, Admiral Ackbar's ship? I'm forgetting the name of it. Home One. 
Yeah, that's pretty iconic too. I, I did forget some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's easy to forget stuff when there's so many ships to to talk yeah. about. I mean, you could really get into that niche, you know, books and comics and stuff like that. You know, like that, like Dash Rendar's Outrider. Yeah. Or something like that, because playing the X-wing game, you know, gives me, you know, a feel of like every ship that is possible out there, like the Houndstooth. And when you brought that those to like meetings before and stuff, they are, they do a great job. They look awesome. Oh yeah. Because you, you'll bring something in, I'm thinking, oh crap, why won't Hasbro release that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Dash or uh, not uh, shoot, uh, Dengar ship. Oh yeah. That looks like a flying saucer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of uh, ships out there. You probably don't even know how many different um, you have in the in the, the X-wing game. game. Oh in my X-wing. gosh! <laughs> I mean, rough estimate, I'd say there's a hundred. Wow. And pl- pretty close to that. That's awesome. Because I mean, you've even got uh, you know stuff from the newer movies, stuff from books, stuff from comics. You know, all kinds of stuff from everywhere. How video games do, how, how do they do the stuff in the books it's do they do they go through lucasfilm i guess or mm-hmm. something like that and then get the, the rights to what the, what lucasfilm says the image would look like or something yeah they give them the dimensions and everything and and then they make them to scale that's awesome you know everything I never, is i never to, thought about that just now <laughs> yeah everything is to the scale what was it um one two fifty six or something like that yeah uh, something something around there and it, it, all the the smaller ships that you actually play just the regular game on are that scale. And then they've got huge ships because I even have a Star Destroyer and the Tanta Four and the Gazanti, the Rebel troop ship that uh, leaves Hoth. Yeah. Uh, that those are all in the the huge you know version ships, but th- those are all not to scale with the other one. Yeah. Because if, I mean, can you think about it, uh, one, two, fifty, this fixed, blah, one, two, fifty, sixth scale, you know, for a Super Star Destroyer, you know, would be like room size. <laughs> it would be humongous. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Yeah, it wouldn't work. When you wouldn't be able to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, that's what they said. They'd be like, you know, even a smallest Star Destroyer would be like bigger than the table. <laughs> So, I wonder if there's people out there that just buy those ships just to collect them and don't even play the game. I was, oh, I, I know. That's a I guarantee it. Yeah. Because I know one group, one guy in our Star Wars group that's done it. That's Tim oh. Barnes. Oh, okay. He's just collected the ships and never played the game. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because, I mean, they look cool. They definitely Well, I think that's going to do it for this one. You want to yeah. read the outro? Okay, um. Um, we do have our Patreon, and we once again want to thank our Patreon members that help us out already. And if you want to sign up for our Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. I mean, you can give as little as a dollar a month if you just want to help us out with hosting fees and stuff on the podcast. And we do have our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. And Brian's still trying to give away a figure if we get so many likes. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he hasn't been able to do that Mandalorian. Yet. Yeah, he hasn't been able to do that. So like our page if you haven't done so and get your friends to like it. And we also have a Facebook group where we can you can discuss toys or, or comment on maybe even your iconic vehicles that we may have not mentioned today. Um, 
iTunes. You can leave us a review on there if you want to. We have a Discord group as well. And if you want to email us for any reason, like Hasbro, if you want to send us some free toys to review, TSWCpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Twitter at TSWCpodcast. And we don't have a Facebook shout-out this month, so I guess I'll say thank you to everyone that's listening to us. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget the Patreon. We're giving away uh, cards of figures. you know, Which look really cool, too, I must say. Brian did a good job with designing those. Yeah, they, they kind of look like the card backs of, of the old days. That's what yeah. I tried to get them to look like. Yeah, it definitely has a vintage feel to it. Not just because it's vintage toys. It just has vintage in general look and feel to it. Yeah, and we'll start, you know, if you just now are starting, you know, you won't miss out because I'll start you at the beginning with the first card. Because I've got, I've got plenty, you know, to, uh, to go throughout time, you know, for whoever starts later on. I know uh, Rancho Obi-Wan is doing like a catch-up. You know, if you missed several years or something, you can pay, you know, to catch up, and they'll give you all the stuff from the past, which is pretty cool if you like that stuff. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I didn't do it, but, uh, you know, if you wanted to do that, you know, I could set you up with our, you know, I guess link to send us to PayPal or something, to PayPal us and catch up all at once, and then you could just go on with whatever you wanted to. Yeah. You know, or or just start now. I mean, it doesn't matter. You could do that and uh, just get the first card, and then of course the next quarter you get another card. And uh, we're trying to give the patron, the super Patreon members, the upper tiers, you know, more cards. Uh, it's going to be hard to come up with uh, alternate versions for every single figure because not all of them have alternate, you know, counterparts. Like say. The brown-haired Luke versus the blonde-haired Luke. Yeah, but, some uh, is obvious. <laughs> yeah, some is obvious. Others are not. So uh, we'll try to think of something. Those other ones. Yeah. Um, yep, and that's it. Uh, oh, one other thing. My son keeps asking: Is there going to be any more Ask Bo questions? Uh, you mean people's not emailing questions? No, nobody's shame, emailing. Shame. Email tswcpodcast at gmail dot com and ask Bo some Star Wars questions. What? Stuff that you want to hear answers from a kid. He's eight years old, and he's been asking me, you know, is there any Ask Bo questions? Has anybody sent anything? Send in, please. You know, just email any question. It doesn't matter. Any question about Star Wars. All right, uh, I guess our uh, our next episode will probably be the year-ending review. Yes, our favorites and (laughs) not-so-favorites. All right, talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.